Hey, what's up guys? If you're new to um, this kind of series that I'm doing, basically I'm going through some of my favorite tools for web development. So the ones that we've covered, is Vue covered so far is Vuex ORM, which is for handling nested data on the front end so that you can kind of query on the data front end just like you would on the back end with something like Laravel Eloquent or like other ORM systems. It's really cool, I love it. It basically makes um, dealing with data way easier so that you don't have to use Vuex directly. So if you ever find like Vuex to be a bit convoluted, um, then check out Vuex ORM, I love it. The other one I talked about was Metabase, which is a really cool backend platform that allows you to analyze your data really easily. And we actually use this with um, people on our team at work. So you know, the consultants on our team, we, I work for an agriculture company, uh, they can very easily analyze the data that's been input into our portal, um, that the farmers have put into our portal. Um, it makes it easier for them to take more control over that data. So that's called Metabase, and I absolutely love it. The other one is Matomo, which is an alternative to something like Google Analytics. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. It's wonderful. And rather than having it hosted online, I can host it myself, uh, which is great for like small to medium scale applications. Um, it, it just and it just works. It's a great way to get analytics. And by the way, I could probably start using Metabase on and Matomo. So I could use Metabase and hook it up with the Matomo database. I haven't done this before, but it would be like an interesting way to start getting even more control over my analytics data. So there's those ones that I've started with. Next, I want to talk about something that I use on my desktop. Um, and one of the one of the pain points I always had. Uh, if I can just take a step back here, was switching between applications. And I remember watching other developers and they were really fast at switching, um, especially on Macs. In fact, I almost switched to Mac for this one thing. And it's an application that allows you to search um, your computer. I think they call it like Spotlight Search. I don't really know Macs very well. But it allows you to basically very quickly search for an application and then open that application. And so I thought this was really cool. And, I looked, and at the time I was using Windows, so I looked for something on Windows that was similar. And I tried a lot of applications, some of them paid, and I could not find anything that came close to that, that allowed you to quickly search for and open applications. These days with Windows, you can literally just press start and search for the application. Um, so you can press start and type in CHR and it'll probably like bring up Chrome, for example. But um, yeah, I kind of had this pain point. And so I, I started like pressing start on Windows and doing things that way, but it was a bit slow. The caching technology obviously wasn't that good. Um, and you know, it didn't, um, prioritize things very well. And then eventually I just had this thought, what if I just made a hotkey for switching between my applications? And I kind of had this like big aha moment. What if I just had it so that, so obviously a lot of hotkeys are already taken. So I decided that what I might do is I make it, might make it so that if I hold control shift alt, so all three of those buttons, control shift alt. Um, that combination is probably never used on my computer. And so I decided if I go Control-Shift-Alt-C, maybe that could open Google Chrome. And if Google Chrome is already open, maybe that could switch to Google Chrome, like switch the focus to Google Chrome. And so I had this idea and I started Googling around and seeing if I could figure it out. And I could not find anything. So I found like this, um, this hotkey application um, eventually that could allow me to open Google Chrome with a hotkey. So I could go Control Shift Alt C and Google Chrome would open. But I ended up having to write a bit of my own custom code to get it working. And I can't remember the Windows app. Um, I'm actually on Linux now and I'll tell you what the Linux app is in, in a moment. So um, 
Yeah, basically, that was my revelation. I thought, let's just have a hotkey that will open the application. And if the application is already open, then it will switch focus to that application. Okay? Because this is something that we do all the time, all day, literally constantly throughout the day. We are switching between applications. There's no way around it. Um, even if you're using VS Code as your file browser, as your editor, and as your command line, you there is no doubt in my mind that you're also having to open up like um, Google Chrome. You also have to open up some sort of a database manager. Maybe you test things in Firefox, so you need to open up Firefox as well. Maybe you have an audio program like Audacity, so you need to switch you know, to that a lot as well. And I actually have four screens at work, and even with four screens, I find that it's not enough to deal with with all of this constant like um, task switching between these different um, all these different programs, and so I thought, okay, let's see if I can implement this. And uh, so I, I implemented something with Windows, but now I'm on Ubuntu. I ended up switching to Linux, and I found this program called AutoKey. So it's called AutoKey, and basically it allows you to write Python scripts. Um, that that deal with Windows and opening applications. And let me tell you a few of them that I've got here. One of them I've got is to switch to Google Chrome. One of them is to switch to Cherry Tree, which is like, um, it's what I use for uh, taking notes, note taking and that kind of thing. One of them to switch to the file manager. One of them to switch to Mozilla Firefox, MySQL Workbench, OBS, which is what I use for like broadcasting. If I really want to quickly do a broadcast or record video for some cool idea I had. Postman, so I can mess with APIs. Laravel Ray, um, switching to my terminal. Thunderbird for my emails. Tinkerwell, so that I can like easily use Laravel Tinker. I have hotkeys for all of these applications now, and it is absolutely fantastic. And it is the biggest um, kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, like um, OS productivity hack I have ever discovered, ever. And so now if I wanted, the main ones is Control-Shift-Alt-S, that'll switch me to, um, it used to be Sublime at the time, but that's why it's S. But now um, I use that to open up Visual Studio Code or switch to Visual Studio Code. And then Control-Shift-Alt-C, they're the main ones, switching between Visual Studio Code and my browser. And sometimes I put them side by side, depending on what I'm working on, so I don't have to do that, um, you know, the switching anymore. But other stuff as well, like I need to open up MySQL, and if it's already open, it'll open it for me. If it's not already open, then it will just... Um, Sorry, if it is already open, then it will switch to that application. And this is fantastic if you're using one screen as well. So you can just focus on using that one single screen, and all you have to do is think of the app you want, and then run the hotkey to find it. And this is so much better than searching. So it, like, it baffles me that I spend so much of my life searching for applications or looking for them with my eyes. You know, look, especially, oh my goodness, those days when I used to use Windows and use the taskbar at the bottom. That is so bad for productivity to constantly scan for the application that you need and then point your mouse at it and then click on it. It seems like a small thing, but you're doing this all day, every single day, constantly throughout the day. It should be a hotkey, right? And so that's that's kind of like how I came across this idea and have, have implemented it now. So um, I don't know, I guess, I guess I should probably include in this podcast a link to some of my scripts so that those of you that want to... Um, want to do this yourself can do it. Um, I can only really help you if you're on a Linux. You use the program called AutoKey, but maybe the community could kick in here and see if they can find like other solutions to this. So 
Just to kind of riff on this a little bit more, that, to me, that is the best thing you can possibly do to improve like your um, your productivity in terms of switching applications, right? Set it to a hotkey. It makes so much sense. The next thing I would recommend is always, always search for things. I don't have a desktop. My desktop is completely blank. Um, if I put things in my desktop folder, it doesn't even show up on my desktop. I found a way to disable it. My entire um, computer is just blackness. There's no desktop items. I don't have task bars at the top. I don't have my, you know, like a start menu bar at the bottom like you have on Windows. I have nothing. And whenever I want to open an application, if it's not on my hotkey list, I press the start button and that opens up like the searching tool for, um, uh, that's sort of built into Linux. And then I search for it. It's just like spotlight search on, on Mac. So number one, hotkeys. Number two, Search for things, even on your phone as well. Get rid of all those icons on your desktop. Otherwise, they're going to pull your attention. You should be on charge of what you want to use. You should be in charge of what applications um, you want to open next. So if you think to yourself, hey, um, I want to open my text messaging app to text someone, there shouldn't be other icons trying to pull at your attention. You should have, in my, this is totally my opinion, by the way. It should just be a blank screen I, and then I'm, I have like a little search thing at the bottom of my bar and I click on the search and if I want a message, I type in MES and I jump straight into the messaging app, right? Or you can, you can have like maybe some main applications that are, but if you're going to have a desktop app, like applications on your desktop or applications on your phone, they need to be applications that you, that are important to use, that are productive applications. Never have Facebook on your home screen. In my opinion, I, you know, it's, you know, do, do your own thing if you'd like to. This is all my opinion. I have to feel like I need to prefix that. Never have like Twitter on your home screen, Facebook, anything with a red, you know that little red dot that tells you how many notifications you have? That should not exist in your life if you want to be productive um, at your work um, or when you're with your phone or, you know, on your computer or anything like that. So, that, so that's the other thing. So just to kind of reiterate over those again, have hotkeys to open the key applications that you use and to switch to those applications. Um, figure out how to do that. Even if it takes you days, figure it out because it's going to be super, it's going to supercharge your productivity. Second, um, what was the second thing I said? Search for things. Don't look for things, search for things. This goes for your editor as well. Control F and just find, if you want to get to your methods section in your view component, Control F, methods. Um, if you want to get to your computer properties, control F, computed. Find it rather than scrolling up and down your component. It's so much more effective. Control P and search for files rather than using the file browser on the left side. I almost never use the file browser. It is death for productivity. You don't want your brain to be thinking, where is that file? You want to think, what is the file I want? And then you type in the name of it and you switch to it, right? So that's the second thing. Always search for things. And the third thing is remove distractions to the nth degree. There should never be red notification symbols in your life. In fact, one thing I did a while back, um, I think it's broken now, but I used to have a script that got rid of um, the mainstream on YouTube. There's this um, Chrome plugin called Tampa Monkey, and it allows you to sort of tap into um, uh, the script on pages. So whenever I opened YouTube, it would automatically notice that I'm on YouTube and get rid of that feed section that showed me like videos that I could watch because it, it distracted me too much. I would, I know I need to use YouTube because it's part of my everyday work, you know, because I do YouTube videos and I reply to you guys on YouTube. Um, but 
that that little um section whenever I first jumped into YouTube that told me like the latest um videos that I might be interested in that was so distracting for me and I that would often take half an hour to an hour to even two or three hours out of my day I would watch South Park videos for three hours just because I got distracted by it in YouTube and ended up going down this hole what a waste of my life what an utter waste of my life there's nothing wrong with watching South Park and you know family guy doing you know watching comedy or whatever you want to but you should be doing that by choice youtube shouldn't be telling me when to do that i should be doing that because i want to do it with my life in that moment right this makes you know this is taking control of your life um so anyway bit of a tangent there uh, yeah hopefully you gleaned something from um from what i'm talking about today it can be really tough when you're a developer and there's all this stuff constantly pulling at your attention um Oh, by the way, another one I do is Control-Shift-Alt-I brings me to the Material Design Icons page. So that opens up a new Chrome tab with Material Design Icons, and then I can just quickly find um, the icon that I need within that page because I'm constantly trying to find an icon, and I'm so sick of opening up the website and trying to find the website. So Control-Shift-Alt-I, just that means icons to me, and I can just automatically find them. So anyway, the point of um, this podcast was for me to say, try and figure out how to have hotkeys that open your key applications, right? Um, and that's the first thing, opening the key application, first figure out how to do that, and then figure out how to have that hotkey, notice that the application is application is open, and then switch to it if it is open. And I'm going to find a way to include some of my scripts um, in this uh, in this podcast notes or on the YouTube video. You might have to go to the YouTube video um so just like go to YouTube and search for the name of this podcast episode. I haven't decided what I call it yet. And um, check that out. So this has been a long one today, but hopefully you found some value in it. Um, and hey, if you love this kind of stuff, then check out quasarcast.com slash register. That's where I do my videos where I teach Quasar stuff. And I also have podcasts like this one here and just talk about life as a web developer. Even if you're not into Quasar and you're not into learning through videos, um, you know, check out some of my videos around around just being a developer, the day-to-day life of being a developer, because I love this stuff. Um, I, I love talking about it. I love sharing these thoughts with you all. And so if you like it too, then check it out. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, one more I'm going to tell you about before I finish up here. Screen capture. Um, I want it to be really easy for me to capture something on a screen and then copy it to my clipboard. And so I've got this one that is, uh, I've got a hotkey for that as well, so I can very quickly then drag around a section of the screen and like copy some code and then paste it into Discord or post it into Twitter. Um, That's like a really, really handy one to be able to quickly just capture a a section from the screen rather than trying to, you know, open up the screen capture application and then do all the crap you need to do to get that going. So anyway, check out quasarcast.com slash register. Hope you enjoyed this one and I will talk to you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.